What's your hand out? What you doing? <laughs> the thing ain't in. That's good though. Dang. We are back. Episode 42. We are proudly partnered. Oh, yeah. Partnered, partnered with Moon Golf in Auburn, Alabama, and three locations in Melbourne, Florida. Yep. If you've not been there, go. No matter what club or, you know, driver that has come out in the past month, they've got them in stock. The TaylorMade Stealth 2, they've got the new Paradigm from Callaway, they've got the G430 from Ping, they've got what else has come out? Uh, the Srixon, is it MK2? I think so. It's like Mark II. Sounds close enough. <laughs> <laughs> the new uh, Cobra whatever, Aerojet. Oh, they're dead. <laughs> but they're, you can get they it They lost there. Bryson. If, Bryson was like the guy, yeah. and he's gone. If you're a Cobra guy, <clears throat> maybe I'm still hanging on to mine. But <laughs> <laughs> if you're still keeping up with them, you can even go get them from there. But anyways... Moon golf literally has everything. That's what we're trying to get to. Yeah, <laughs> and some things early. Yeah. Oh, if, yeah. If you get fitted early and pre-order, you can get it early. I don't know if that's supposed to be advertised or not, but <laughs> I swung my par- my paradigm three wood yesterday after getting fitted for it in the shaft, and it's going to be a game changer. Zach, I think it just depends on the people that you know and that we know. Yeah, maybe maybe it's the name. So BSG. Go in there, tell them that B Still Golf sent you, or you heard about it. You them may get a discount. I, I don't. I mean, I think you might at this point, because every time I go in there, like they're like, dude, so many people have mentioned y'all. So I, so Friday, I couldn't get off. They called me to tell me my three wood was ready, and I sent Jeremy because I couldn't get off. And the first, Jeremy said, I'm here to pick up three wood uh, for Zach. They said, you don't look like Zach, which means I'm doing something right. <laughs> I, I'm believing in, in my partner, and I'm there enough for them to know who I am. The grade doesn't. I don't know. Uh, they say, you don't look like Jeremy. I said, ooh. I said, he's right. He know who his partner is. <laughs> but I'm glad that Moon Golf is on board with us, seeing the future that we have. The potential. The potential. And, I mean, we're sticking with them. They they know what is uh, what we can, you know, help them with, and they're certainly helping us. So Yeah, absolutely. And we'll have – gosh. <laughs> we'll have one of their their own fitters um, who's a TikTok sensationalist oh, yeah. as next well, uh, Sarah. Next week, right? Is it – I think it's next week. Is it next week? I think it's next I week. I don't know. Next I haven't looked week. at the calendar for next week, but she'll be on next week. And um, Tonight – Tonight, we have Instagram, social media, TikTok influencer, Mae Brennan. We're going to jump right into it. So here y'all go. Here she is. All right, guys. Tonight, we have a very special guest. Uh, Mae Brennan is joining us on the podcast. Uh, she's a very good collegiate golfer um, from, if I, I can't remember exactly the, the uh, college you went to, university, but it was Utah. Is that correct? Utah Tech. Okay. Um, she was on the um, is it the ABC network, had the Holy Moly. Yep. She was on that, play, had like two or three episodes she played Holy Moly. Um, if you haven't heard of that, that's uh, where they do the crazy putt-putt challenges. And, I mean, honestly, the ones where you were in it, I think may have been some of the craziest ones because it was like freezing cold the whole time. 
and you got knocked in the water, which I thought was ridiculous they even did that. But um, you, put, you have a pretty, I mean, an exponential amount of followers on Instagram, a huge influence there um, for women's golf. And I think you were even had, um, I don't know if you're still doing it, but I saw where you were a high school coach at one, one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was. I quit about a year ago. Okay, I couldn't find any anything else on that, so I wasn't sure if you were still doing that or not. Brady's a resident journalist. Usually, we <laughs> let him introduce uh, the guest, and then we get the guest to grade him A to F on <laughs> on his knowledge and research. Yeah. Uh, I think a solid A. Hey, not an A. Yeah. Not an A plus. See oh, that? An a. Well, <laughs> all of that was kind of off the top of my head, so I'll take that. <laughs> good. <laughs> so, do you want to uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself before we jump into the questions, like what you have going on and um, where you're at in your golf career? Um. Yeah. So, uh, I am living in Salt Lake City, Utah, right now. Um. I am uh, kind of focusing just on social media. Um, where I go to different events, um, post photos, videos, work with different brands, and it's been a blast. I've been doing this full time for about a year, um, and I'm so grateful for all of it. So pre uh, full time, were you just playing and teaching, and then you just finally made the commitment to go full time? Yeah, so I was coaching for that high school team for about two years, Um, but with traveling and everything, it just got a little too hectic, so I had to quit. Um, I was an instructor as well for about six years, six, seven years, Um, and I mainly focused on juniors just because uh, adults don't listen as well as juniors. (laughs) I'm in no, that group. I, love- I was about to say. I'm, I'm in that group when when I go to lessons. I'm like, this this isn't going to work. I know what I'm, I'm good at. Yeah, adults are way more stubborn. We uh, luckily get to like, we started a series where we're actually filming some of our lessons that we're getting from our uh, local uh, coach at the university. And uh, so going back and editing all the video, like I'm like, okay, I definitely missed like all this. He, like I zoned out whenever he was telling me this. So it's nice to be able to go back and like, I guess, recollect all the information that I, I didn't get. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we can go back to like, uh, when you were at Utah Tech, um, um, how prepared were you heading into college golf? And did you have like any big expectations for yourself or any goals at the time? Um, I think, like all throughout high school, you know, the main goal was to play in college. You know, my parents pushed me really hard, like get a scholarship, go play college and everything. Um, So I think once I got there, I was like, okay, like now what kind of thing? Like my goal has been achieved. So I think I had a hard time with that transition, especially like my freshman year um, where uh, you know, like throughout high school, like summer tournaments and everything, you're number one on your team. And then all of a sudden come college, you're not, you know, you're playing with all these great players and it's a really humbling experience. Um, But I had a hard time, I think with, you know, just growing up, understanding like 
college is golf. It's just a completely different mindset, I guess, compared to when you were younger. You yeah. got to have that different switch to turn on. Mm-hmm, I, exactly. I was about to say, we know a couple of like guys that went through college that we've started play, uh, meeting and like playing against that definitely have that switch and like in whenever I was in high school it was just kind of like all right make it to the end of the day and then I get to go home like I didn't (laughs) I didn't try to like I guess exceed in sports and stuff like that so it was just kind of like I never saw that kind of side of uh, especially in golf like I always just thought that golf was something that you go out and just kind of do on the weekends but you know going or thinking back on it now I wish I was able to have more uh more of that feeling. Of Some of that twenty twenty hindsight. Yeah, I'd like to have that dog in me back in high school. <laughs> I think also with golf, because it is an individual sport, um, like that team aspect wasn't a thing. You know, it's like everybody's trying to get that qualifying spot, yep. even if you're on the same team. And I had a hard time with that just because I wasn't as competitive as the other girls where uh you know where we're when we're qualifying they're like playing mind games on you and all this and i just like crumble you know i'm like why are we supporting each other like what's going on but we're wearing the same jersey same team and that's what we did the same thing when we play in these scrambles together if one of us hits a bad shot you go oh oh wait we're on the same team it's okay it's okay you'll you'll hit the next one that's why there's four of us Um, where did you originally see yourself like going after you finished college? Did you have any kind of goal for golf after college or did you see yourself, uh, going like with the, what you were pursuing your degree in or anything like that? Um, I really didn't see golf as a career. Like I really thought I was going to play college and that was it where, uh, So uh, my degree um, was marketing, digital design, and communication. And so I didn't play on the golf team my senior year because I wanted to focus more on just getting the experiences for marketing, you know, and getting a job through that kind of thing where I didn't think golf was going to help me. Um, uh, Weirdly enough, I mean, now that's what I do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And really in college, I really thought – I would be a graphic designer was kind of the dream and the goal. Like I love being creative. Um, And now like I am kind of using my degree still with the marketing aspect, even my graphic design background. Um, But now I can golf also. So it's been cool. That's kind of what we were hoping to do. Like we all, you got what? Yeah. I I have my bachelor's in commerce and business administration, but our goal for the channel, um, we've been doing it a little over a year now. It's January of 25. We want to go full time. So we're trying to build these relationships and just grow grow and grind right now and figure out what works, what doesn't. Follow like successful influence like yourself, foreplay, no laying up. People who've set like the mold for what it takes to do it nine to five this instead of sit at a desk. Yeah, for me, like that transition was really scary, you know, where you have a very a comfortable, you know, job mm-hmm. and then you make that to full time. Um, but no regrets. It's been awesome. 
Yeah, I think that's one of the scariest things. Like when we talk, like we talked to Josh Mayer, and he was like, "Dude, it was like my boss kind of put me on the spot. It was like you have like a month to decide. Like, do you want to do the social media stuff like full time or not? Because we're, you know, I guess it for him it was like taking up, you know, more time, and he was like, you know." It's definitely worth it, so might as well just hit it head on. Yeah, I agree. I always said, like, before, like, while I was working full-time, I was, like, half-assing social media. Yeah. And I was like, I need to full-ass it and try to give it my 100% to see what can happen, you know, or I would, like, regret, you know, what could have happened if I did. I think it's definitely an all-or-nothing thing. If you go halfway at all on it, you're not going to see the results. And that's where we're at on social media. If we're not constantly planning content, like now we're to the point we have a calendar almost 12 months out of what we're going to play, where we're going to film. Yep. And I think that's kind of the mindset it takes for us to get to where you're at and just see it through. Um, when you, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to change the subject, I guess, but the um, – when you were casted for the Holy Moly uh, episodes, um, what was the experience like actually being on a game show? Because honestly, like, I feel like that's like one thing as a kid, like you grow up watching game shows and you're like, how do people even get on these things? Because I always wondered that. And I mean, was it kind of you just get there and it happens really fast or, or was it like, I guess, a more involved experience than you thought? Um, I got really lucky where they reached out to me and wanted me on the show. Um, they actually asked me during season one, but I told them no, because I didn't know if it was like a real thing or not. Um, but season two, I was like, okay, no, it's a legit show. Um, went for it. I still had to do the audition process and everything. And I think there was like, four, even five different rounds of auditioning. Um, and it was just crazy. I've met so many different people and I'm still in contact with them today. Um, and, you know, you just don't know what to expect when you're there when, you know, I'm like, but it was so fun. <laughs> yeah. That uh, kind of leads into what, like I was going to ask next was, um, did the actual experience help open like new doors for for you in your career yeah so on the show everybody plays a certain character whether they're the princess of mini golf to there's like a cookie monster of mini golf where I actually played um, the influencer of mini golf and at the time like I didn't have that many followers there were a lot of contestants that had way more followers than I did um, but for some reason like I just kind of branded myself to that and I think because of that, I actually gained like 10, 15,000 followers in just a matter of a few hours after that show aired. <laughs> um, and yeah, it just jumped up. It was awesome. And uh, so that's an opportunity, just gaining more exposure, just gaining a bunch of uh, followers. Um, and that's when I was like, oh, shoot, like this could be a thing. Like it could be a career. I think that's what we're kind of looking forward to. Yeah, just like, that one day to hit the algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> and get mass subscriptions. Yeah. Do you have a favorite yeah. moment from participating in Holy Moly? Like as far as like the recruiting process or 
being there or just something immediately after, like from the effect of it? Um, uh, I don't know. So many. I think, so my favorite experience was, wasn't like actually playing, but really just hanging out with everybody in the tent in like where we're all waiting for our turn. Um, uh, that's where I've got like a lot of memories and stuff, I think. So I was able to get a hole in one on one of the holes. Yeah. And that was pretty awesome. Um, with that, it's kind of funny. So I couldn't see the hole, so I could not see the ball go in. Um, so I put my shot and everybody starts screaming and I'm like, okay, like it must've been a pretty good shot. And on the intercom, they had to tell me like, Hey, like, please react better. Like get excited. Cause you just got a hole in one kind of thing. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, like had to act it, not act it out, but it was like, it took a second. I saw that um, clip and it was so funny because like, I guess they cut it really well because it looked like you reacted like on time, but obviously <laughs> the way that thing was set up, it was like a huge loop. So yeah, there's no way you could even see it, but I like how they had that set up to where you basically just had to pound the ball around up. I mean, you went straight up a ramp and it just like came all the way back to the hole. Yeah. And the funny thing is like the other, the previous holes, you actually get a chance to practice on them before um, they start filming and everything. And you get about like three, four shots to practice. But with that specific hole, we couldn't like, there was just no time to practice. So that really was like my first shot and it went in. (laughs) So you're just good. That's all you're saying. You didn't need practice. You just did it. (laughs) practice more you get luckier (laughs) i like how the the girl that you were playing against like right after i mean she hit almost identical shot and it went through the the little channel and for some reason hers missed it by like four inches and it was on like the same line i was like how does that happen but um yeah yeah i guess so it's better to be lucky than good sorry no you're good do you have a hole in one a real golf course? No, I don't. But 2023, I can see it. We it's we all coming. have prayers up for yeah. ourselves. We Every night we pray for it. <laughs> <laughs> I just need that one lucky hop. Yeah. I got close. Yeah, I've heard of so many beginners where it's like, it was my first time golfing and I got a hole in one kind of thing. <laughs> like, I've heard so many stories about that. And I'm like, I've dedicated my whole life to this and yeah. I haven't. Like, what? I always see either the beginners or guys who've played like 50 years and they finally get one at 86 years old and you're like, oh, I hope that's not me. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't want to play my whole life and just Cause it, never experience. You want to be able to like tell people about it. Like when you're, I feel like when you get like that old, it's just like. Your friends are already gone. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like when I was watching those episodes that you were on, the actual the straight putt whenever you had to play with the uh, the marching band around i feel yeah. like because i tell those guys are the guys we play with i'm like the straighter the straight putts are like some of the hardest ones to make and you had to make like a i don't know a 12 footer or something like that with like i mean people surrounding you and playing loud music which was insane i had like a what is it called a symbol i think that's what it was um, yeah, it was right in my ear, and, like, my ears were ringing right afterwards, but they actually cut it, 
So that wasn't like my first putt. <laughs> me and the contestant, like we were just going back and forth trying to see who could make it the first time, like make it in the first time. And then, so I made it. And then, you know, this was like our fifth try. And then he made it right after. So then we like kept going kind of thing, but it wasn't just like two putts. It was, oh, it was multiple. Well, that's good to know that they kind of like, I guess for the viewer at home watching it, they didn't just like, they made it look more competitive than it really was, yeah. I guess. That means we need to start editing shots. Oh, yeah. Are you are you for or against editing shots for YouTube videos? Um, for that show, I understand. Like it, people would have been so bored, right? Us just missing the same <laughs> shot over again. Um, but I think like with social media adding, you know, like just being real is so important. And I think being relatable as well. And like, nobody's perfect, especially at golf. Like nobody's really good anyway. Like everybody makes mistakes. So I think showing that is great. That's what we're at. We haven't ventured to that side because we're all Brady's closer to a single digit, but the rest, the other three of us are 15 to 18 ish. So you can tell when we when we're filming, you'll see the shots, and we are, we're pretty strict on play it as it is because that's what we want to be relatable to the guys who work like us and only get to play on Saturday with limited practice time and real life going on after work. Yeah, I was about to say, and you and Casey had a crazy uh, video that we posted on TikTok that blew up because of. Oh, uh, because we, we did real. hole 17 at TPC Sawgrass, and yeah. and we maxed out. Like, we never got on. <laughs> like it was, I think they maxed it out at eight or nine shots, and we just couldn't get it. It was just – it was very real golf. Yeah. Um, Casey went short. I went way long right. We both chipped into water, chipped back across, chipped back at it, and then it just times out and sends us to 18. What I think is so funny is, like, everybody in the comments is, like, hating on it and all this stuff. But really, like, I mean, I think, like, more than half the people in there probably couldn't have done any better, honestly. Yeah. Because that's, like, one of the toughest holes there is. Yeah, but I think, like, even hate comments, like, it helps the engagement. Yeah. It helps the algorithm. I'm like, keep it coming. It's fine. Yeah. I know we're bad at golf, so I'm okay with it. Exactly. I know I have to clock in at 8 in the morning to do real work for now, so I'm okay where my golf game is. (laughs) Um, Speaking of, like, professional and I guess even more into college golf, are there any changes that have happened since you were playing uh, that you've noticed that have improved women's golf? Can you repeat that question? You're like cut out. <laughs> oh, right okay. In the are, are there any changes that have happened since you were playing college golf that you've noticed to like help improve uh, women's golf? Um, I think women's golf, like it's, just, it's gotten way more competitive. Um, and I think it's awesome. Um, when I was younger, I actually quit playing golf during the age of like, like 10 to even to 16. I quit. I didn't like touch a club, nothing. Cause I was like, golf isn't cool. You know, I only saw just old men playing and I never saw girls. Um, so I quit and then I finally got back into it in high school and I was like, okay, like 
I can do it. Like, I'll just be different, you know, like this is how I'll stand out kind of thing. Um, but I think like a, a lot of changes, especially like just fashion even, um, has been a huge one. I just see a lot more women on the course, yeah. just different leads even, um, at my home course. And yeah, I think quarantine also helped as, yeah. as well. I mean, it helped the whole golf game, but especially like the women's demographic. So, um, a good suggestion for women's golf is improving uh, the fashion. Would you say that? Um, yes. I went to the PGA show about two weeks ago, and I was just looking at all the boots and like their clothes are so much cuter. Like, yeah. I, um, I think just e also even social media, where if w when women see other women playing golf, like they might be like, "Oh, I want to try it out." Yeah. Um, I think another way to grow the game would be like targeting college golfers or not college golfers, just college athletes that are super competitive, but after they're done playing college, like what do they do? Like what sport can they play? Um, and I think golf is a great game for them. Yeah, I agree with that. I like, I, I get I don't know, not necessarily bored at work, but I'll go on these like daydreams about just trying to think of different ideas that that should be happening like in the game of golf that we should be improving on and all that stuff. And certainly like the attire, the dress code and all that stuff is like one of the first things I always think of. And it's just always kind of ridiculous. But I guess you get like both ends of the spectrum with the like really super country club people that are like, really dressed up and take it like way too serious and then I, I feel like we see a lot more around here is like maybe a guy that walks out there with a t-shirt and like blue jeans and it's like all right I don't know you know I don't really know where we draw the line but I think like it's getting a little more acceptable on both sides or that you know everybody's meeting more in the middle it seems like now yeah no I agree I also think like top golf even has made it less intimidating yeah. of a sport you know, more fun and i think like especially women like golf courses can be intimidating especially if you're just starting and as a beginner um but yeah top golf has been huge i think for the game do you have a favorite course in utah if we were to ever come there like that you would recommend us to go to first um it's called sand hollow golf course which is in southern utah and it's like it shows up on like golf digest instagram like all the time but it's like red cliffs so beautiful um like the red sand and everything um it's one of my favorite courses because it's beautiful the scenery um also the fairways are so big they could slice it and you'll still be fine the that's greens, what we need <laughs> green and regs like it's great <laughs> what's your uh favorite course you've ever played um that's a tough one i i would say so i got the opportunity to play friars head golf course out in the hamptons area last year um and i think that's 15 or 14th in the country um and it was so much fun like the course it's just a fun course you know, where it's like challenging, but at the same time, you're not just mad the whole time. Like there's a 
few like just fun, easy holes as well. The course was in great condition. The scene, like the views were beautiful. Um, that's probably my favorite course. What about a bucket list course? Is, it, is Augusta uh, like the number one or is there another course you'd rather play? <laughs> um, Augusta's number one, always. But I really want to play Bandon Dunes. I'm putting that out in the universe, hoping I can play this year. Yeah. <laughs> we're definitely – I don't know if we're planning to go that far west. Eventually. This, yeah. Yeah. Come, Not, come yeah. 2025 when it's full-time. Yeah, will, it might but. be too early for us to plan that right now. But I, I know we definitely want to, like, experience those west coast courses for sure because it's like all you ever see. And, like, I guess us being on the east coast, it's – I mean, we get, like, we're pretty close to Pinehurst um, and more, like, the Florida swing and all that stuff. So, I guess more of that stuff is what we see anyways. So, seeing, like, all the courses on the West Coast, we're like, gosh, it must be nice to be able to play all those all the time. But, you know. I love seeing, like, the Arizona and Vegas type courses. I always tell my wife, I was like, we need to go to Vegas, but I don't care to gamble. I said, you hit the spa, and then I'll just play golf all day, and then I'll come pick you up, and then we'll do the same thing the Perfect. next day. <laughs> do you have a most memorable time playing golf? Um, So I got the opportunity to play Pine Valley last year, um, which is number one in the country. It's it like goes between Pine Valley and Augusta every year. Yeah. But they just started allowing women to play on the course back in like 2021. Wow. Um, yeah, super exclusive. And I remember there's one hole where I'm just standing on the tee box and I'm like getting teary eyed because I'm like, I can't believe I'm here. Like I'm just, just like so happy. And I mean, that course was so hard, like so hard, <laughs> but just, there like that was probably one of my most memorable moments i think that's one of the things i've learned to appreciate more like the more i'm playing golf when i go to a nice course i'm like i wish i had this at home yeah you hate paying for like the better courses but i honestly feel like you get what you pay for sometimes the grass is Mm -hmm. like just fluffy and if you miss it's like oh this isn't that bad no wonder the tour is so nice (laughs) When they play, because it just the ball rolls a mile, the first cut, it's almost just nice. Kind of sitting up, it's yeah. almost like it's on a tee. No, they're not good players. They just have good courses, you I, know, and that's why they're good. I started thinking <laughs> that. I, I actually do believe that a little bit. I think that helps. It's got to <laughs> trim a couple strokes off. Yeah. Instead of hitting off rocks and stumps. <laughs> and uh, mud on the green. Oh yeah. We had that experience a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Um, what can we look forward to uh, in your future as of right now? Like, what do you have any plans you can share with us, or really anything uh, that we can stay updated with you on? Um, I don't know. I really want to start a YouTube channel this year. That's kind of my goal. Um, it was kind of something that intimidated me a lot just because, like the production side the editing side of it but um uh, i really want to do it so that's something yeah 
Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, if Casey can do it, you can you can edit easily, <laughs> especially with your degree. Because Casey, I mean, he does great for, like, design and stuff with a print shop. But, I mean, I think he's gotten – he's self-taught in under a year, it has to be. Yeah. I was going to say it's funny because really you can learn almost anything on YouTube. Like, that's – whenever I first really fell in love with golf and started playing all the time, I watched, like – I don't know, thousands of hours of Rick Shield videos and <laughs> like just tried to figure it out. And, uh, but you know, all the editing stuff is there whenever I, cause Casey started letting me do some of the stuff and I'll go on there when he's busy and just try to figure it out myself. Yeah. Yeah. Just the time and effort, you know, you yeah. can learn anything. <laughs> so you can count on four subscribers yeah. at least to start. Yeah. yeah. We'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that that really um, wrap also like, no go ahead i'm sorry no, go ahead <laughs> oh i was just gonna say i'm also going to waste management here in a few days uh -oh. oh are um, you gonna get out there for the big par three the party uh, <laughs> um i think like everybody's gonna be there and it's one of my favorite events of the year so i'm excited I saw a video last year of guys getting there at 2 and 3 a.m. to get in line just to be able to be in that uh, stadium seat. Yeah. yeah, I think they call it the Coliseum. Is that right? 16? I think so, yeah. That will not be me, though. I will not be waking up at 2 a.m. <laughs> oh, well, you might actually get to stand out there on the tee, I'm sure. Oh, I'd be too scared. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably got to be... I'm sure that's up there. Like if you ask the tour players and like even people that just play it regular, like without the stadium stuff around it. I mean, it's probably like one of the most intimidating shots in golf. I mean, especially with the, adding the fans there and all the sounds and noises that's going around. Cause I can't imagine that many people being quiet while you're trying to hit a shot. And it's funny that they let people get loud. And I, I like that. I like the, you know, that's the way things are going. Big party, but I can't, yeah, I can't imagine the adrenaline, you know, that you're going through when you're hitting that shot. Then just to <laughs> chunk it. Yeah, I would. Oh, it'd be <laughs> I would chunk shot. it or hosel rocket it. Yeah, that happened last year. Oh, gosh, that'd be terrifying <laughs> sitting beside and you just see that ball coming at you. That was a great episode with May. Um, thank Thanks you for, for coming on. Yep, we sure do it's appreciate nice it. It's always nice to have guests come on. They ask me at work all the time. They say, how much are you willing to pay someone to be on? I said, zero. I'm just glad people are willing. To I know. For for yeah. our size. But they always they say, you wouldn't pay no money. I was like, no. I was like, I think it's benefit. It's mutually beneficial yeah. because they're in our audience. Our, we're in their audience now, and it just helps both because, I mean, you never know. Like, when we got Scott on, we didn't know. Oh, our Maddox, yeah. we didn't know we'd link up with Scott. Yep. And then uh, – all Eventually link up with Brandon. Yeah, like Brandon Lovelady scheduled, but yep. we just got to put it in the books. Yep. I think like that just goes to show you like people in the golf community really are like helpful together. Yeah. Everybody kind of rides the same train. We're yeah. all going the same place, same direction. Everybody wants to help the other person. <laughs> the Pebble Beach. Uh, Pebble Beach just finished up. Well, I can't really say Pebble Beach because it's the AT and T Pro Am. Pro -Am. I didn't realize that. 
they play three different courses until this year. Has it always been that way? I don't know. They I didn't play. realize that until now. Like, I didn't get to <laughs> – well, I mean, we were busy at the house this weekend, so I didn't yeah. get to watch much, much of it. I've seen them play – is it seven – what's the hole by the water, that part? Seven. Three? Seven. Seven? Yeah. But, gosh. So they, I don't, I, I don't I know realize, what I would do. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it because, like, I was trying to keep up with some of the, the amateurs because um, – Solly from NLU was playing in it, and like at one point they were they play Pebble one day, and then they play uh, Spanish Bay, I think. Maybe that's the other one. <laughs> to be confirmed. And then Monterey Peninsula, I know, was the other course. Uh, but anyways, yeah, they had to play three courses within the week, and then the final day is Pebble. Like if you make the cut. That's crazy. Yeah, and then they actually cannot see the same course. Yeah, like it's one thing. Like when they play the big courses, like by the third day, you're like, okay, I'm warm. I know yeah. where to go, where not to go, because the conditions change every year. Yeah, they change the layout. Like Augusta this year, they've lengthened. Is it thirteen? Thirteen, yeah. So they've lengthened it, but I mean, you'll get the practice round Tuesday. Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? The practice I think round. You can come in like on Mondays. I would. Yeah, I think it, for the Masters, you can start, like, on Monday. I'm pretty positive. I'd be there swinging, trying to get that jacket. <laughs> if there was any win you could get, I think the jacket would be one. Yeah, for sure. Or Speaking s- of conditions, though, at Pebble, like, did you see the they had to, like, delay the round? Because of the wind? Yeah, the wind was – I think they said it was blowing over 30 on on – I guess it was Pebble because, like, uh, Solly from NLU said – that he was on one of the other courses and it was only blowing like five miles an hour where he's at, but they had to suspend play. When we played in Panama City, it was probably 15 miles an hour and it was not enjoyable. Like mm. the course was great, but one, I mean, like with our handicap, I can't control the spin. So if you get any side spin, yeah, it's, it's immediately sped up. So would you ever stop like playing? around because of wind from what i've seen on the internet if you book around at pebble you plan it well in advance yeah it's six hundred dollars yeah to play there's no rain checks so if you go out there it's play or go home and I, lose I your money agree. i think you'd have so, to play so at pebble you would just go ahead and stick it out for yeah sure. what about like if we went to point and it was blowing like 25 30 how warm is it oh no it's cold <laughs> like probably like forty five. Oh gosh! And it's blowing. 30. You know that's how the it feels wind, at the fields well, the most wind, of the time in the winter. Yeah, the windshields are like thirty two. <laughs> you get out like well, all right when you got. It's different because it's so convenient. But if we rode up to like Stone Mountain or somewhere oh, yeah. or Purcell, like you'd have to. When we go out. to Purcell, if if it's like that, we just got to play. Yeah. We just got to figure agree, it out. I would agree. Just figure it out. Yeah. Because you you don't want to waste that trip. No, especially like now with our schedules the way they are to try to produce content. Yep. I can't waste a trip. The baby is coming. We didn't uh I don't think anybody really got close in the the winners circle this week for uh Pebble. Like Justin Rose won and I don't even I think I, I forgot he existed. That's what I, was, I was about to say the same thing. I thought he just died like 2 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> same. I, I could have said if you told me oh Justin Rose passed away a couple years <laughs> Oh, dang, that's sad. <laughs> okay. P. Reed. Oh, gosh. He probably had something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> he probably poisoned him. Somebody poisoned the water hole. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, next, or this week, because we're in 
we're past Pebble. So this week we have the waste management at um, Scottsdale. Is it in Scottsdale, right? Yeah. I want to get one of the balls. You know how they have those little tailor-made balls with the line? Mm-hmm. Oh, they have the logo? Yeah. yeah. I just want one of those. <laughs> it looks like the uh, Trash Man oh, yeah. jacket stripe. Oh, yeah. I think Riggsy and then plays with them. Well, yeah, because – so they Barcel, have you seen that they have their own tent set up at the waste management this year? Mm-hmm. You can buy Barstool four play merch that has the waste management logos on too. That's the goals. Yeah. I'm I'm speaking it. We'll yeah. be there one day. I agree. It may take time, but as long as we just keep showing up and putting in the work, it'll come. We'll uh jump into who you think is gonna be in the winter circle this weekend. Do you have a pick yet? I need to look who's in it. It's, JT it's, it's all the big guys, yeah. Give I mean, me JT. JT's my boy. He's, he's due a, again. Oh, no. I think I want Colin. Yeah, Colin. Colin's been playing well. Yeah. Give me Colin Morikawa for the win. JT top five finish. Okay. I'm going uh, the man that is just is unstoppable at the moment. And no, oh, I'm not talking I'm, about. I'm not talking about Rory. <laughs> that's where I thought you was going. <laughs> nope. I know he just won. But the guy on the PGA Tour that is just absolutely unstoppable at the moment, John Rahm. Oh, he's going to be number one. I, know, I called he, it. I know, but he's going to win this weekend too. He, I could see it. I would not put it past him. I think where he's at in his game right now and his mental state, I don't think he can be beaten right now. I just know somebody called. He's going to be number one. I, I know who it was. <laughs> he's sitting right beside you. <laughs> the only he's just so in. good. He plays everything well. Yeah. What's uh Okay. Casey said okay. for his he said Max Homa back to back. Cause he where did Max win this past weekend? Far- oh two weeks ago. He won the farmers. Yeah. Oh. Six uh, Casey said six hole in one. For what? I oh, oh. oh <laughs> we, haven't got other, we forgot the other question. <laughs> we haven't got it yet, Zach. We can go to that though. He just I was just reading it, I was like Max Homa. There's not even six that many part threes. <laughs> Max Holman's gonna get six hole in ones the whole <laughs> the whole tournament. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that'd be a weekend. Be Whether amazing. you win or lose. Yeah, well I think you would have to win at that point. <laughs> Unless, I don't know. I mean they could just survive above triple, the cut with triple every other hole. double unders like that. I've seen it. I've done it. No hole in ones though. But I've done the other part. Eagle. Yeah? No? Double I've meant double double. Triple double <laughs> like that. I was talking about double under par. Oh, okay. No. Because that'd be an eagle or. I three putted uh, a par putt the, yesterday. Oh. Had an eagle putt. Probably like a 25-30 footer. Hope you don't do it Saturday. What's Saturday? Big oh. match Saturday. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm 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 feeling good about Saturday. Me too. After practicing yesterday. I don't think. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I have updated my stance. I've moved the ball a little deeper in. After hearing Maddox tell Brady that, I was like, well, let me try it. Boy, I couldn't miss yesterday. And now I know it's not going to work like that Saturday, but (laughs) on the range, I couldn't miss. You get better chances Saturday, for sure. Oh, yeah, because I'll be able to hit some. I'm hoping the three would work and we get to go for some. I hope that it's competitive. Me too. I hope I take him down on 16. Yeah. I mean, I want him. Three and two. I want him to think he's got a chance, but then right at the end, we just, you know, you just send him back to South break Africa. his putter, oh, throw it in the woods. Did, you didn't hear that, did you? <laughs> 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 it's all fun and games, or is it? It's all 
It's all a game. It is At a the game. end of the day, good day or bad day, it's a game. I said, I got to go to work tomorrow. Tonight's drop zone question that is presented by Warlord Men's Grooming Essentials. You want to tell us a little bit about Warlord? Warlord, owned and operated by veteran Bud Hadley in Mobile, Alabama. What a company. Fantastic. Um, they um, they offer all types of grooming essentials from beard care as far as oil and balm to brushes. Uh, do they offer hats? I think they have hats. Hats, they t-shirts, have a, flags. Awesome logo. Yeah, I love I the logo. I mean, there it is right I've got to wear now the only car since I buy or the Be The Beard. Yep. And Joni likes it. I like it. Uh, um, Dark 30, new scent. <laughs> Smells good. Yeah. I really enjoy all the scents honestly i mean i don't know if i can necessarily say i have a favorite apache i'll go apache's my favorite yeah i always karate chop Joni. i think i'm a scalper is that what that is apache yeah i thought it was a helicopter no no it's it's so the story of the apaches which i heard this from joe rogan the other day oh, oh the most violent yeah uh native americans ever you're right you're right like there was one story he was talking about uh where they would like steal horses in the middle of the night and watch the people like limp back across, and then as they run out of food and stuff, then they'd attack them. I was like, "Oh, Ooh. that's a warlord." It is. That's why they got the best stuff. <laughs> they killed all the other competition. <laughs> no, they did, yeah. <laughs> but if you want to, and you need your beard grooming stuff, uh, go to their website, pick out whatever you need. Use that code. It's BSG15. BSG15. I know we've got a couple of different variations now, but that one is BSG15. Yeah, 90% are BSG15. Swanee's is B still 15. Which is fine. I I know NLU has like a bunch of different ones. So, I mean, you just got to know. We're just trying to save y'all money. Yeah, either way, you can save money. Uh, Warlord, uh, Swanee's, do it. Um, But tonight's question is how many hole-in-ones will there be this week at the Waste Management? At the specific hole where they surround think, it or in general? I think the whole tournament, throughout the whole tournament, all four days, no matter what, any any par three. I don't really know how many par threes there are. Four. Four. Four total. I don't know how many thing. there were last year. I wish I had I that even. number to go off of. Casey has guessed six. I'm guessing four. I'm looking it up right now. How many hole in ones were there at Waste Management? In Remember, growing up, you're not always going to have a calculator in your hand. Yeah, and you're not always going to be able to type in answers when you need them. But uh, what's that? There was something that I used to use in uh, high school to get all my answers. Ask Jeeves. Was it Ask Jeeves? Mm, that doesn't sound right. Uh, there? Oh, no. We just need an answer. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not telling me. It's only like. Nobody on else 16. had this much research. It's only showing me for 16. There were 16 in 2020. <laughs> 16? That's what it says. That almost seems unreal. I, unless I unless they're. Right. I just don't see that in a weekend. There were there have been eleven aces on number sixteen since nineteen eighty seven. So I mean, yeah, there was like two last year though, yeah, right? There were two, Almo- almost a couple tee times apart. Mm-hmm. 
But what is your answer? I'm going to go, I'm going to say two. Two. So two, four, six, six. So bits a dollar. Okay. <laughs> you know the cheer? Two oh, bits, bits, four bits. Yeah. I, I have a wife that cheered. I didn't understand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for us this week, unless you got anything else. I don't, except we got pray for us this weekend as we take on the uh the course phenom leader, the course record holder point university golf club phenom jacob joseph six foot six 230 pounds 230 <laughs> pounds with an eight pack <laughs> he's not that big but he is a big guy tall guy yeah he's he smashes them yeah I've, I've heard from the clips of like your lesson just hearing him hit it reminds me a lot of uh, Ruin. Yeah. Just that, that strong ball striking skill. So we're going to have to get in his head. I think so. I think we need to go up too. It's good for him though because, you know, if he wants to sell, he's going to have to do with people like us. People like, yeah, chitter chattering the whole time. Yeah. But that's it. We'll be back next week. Uh, like, subscribe, follow. Peace. <laughs>